Welcome to Trail Talks, a podcast discussing the opportunities students have with career services. And now, from Utah Tech University, it's Trail Talks. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am so good today. <laughs> are you ready to talk about interviewing? I am so ready. <laughs> what do you think of when you hear, oh, come in for an interview? I get stressed. Yes. Interviews scare me. Interviews are stressful, and I think that the majority of the population feels that way. So today we're going to be talking about interviewing, maybe how to bring those nerves down a little bit, and just how the interview process might look for you, how there are lots of different types of interviews. So what types of interviews have you done? Um, I had an interview at Outback Steakhouse, Hmm. and then for the job I have when I go back home for the summer, and then the job I currently have here at Career Services. Awesome. Were they all in person, or did you have to do, like, a Zoom interview? Um, the one, the two at home were in person, and then the one for this was online. Oh, nice. How was the online one? It was good. It was with, um, our old boss, Rochelle, and then Shane Blocker, and it went good, but definitely was different than what I'm used to for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Zoom interviews are definitely different. Um, we're going to be talking about how, you know, you might be called to come in for a zoom interview, maybe over the phone or group interviews, which I know are, can be stressful. I've done a group interview. So we're just going to be talking about all things interviewing. Um, so let's say you have applied for a company. You finally get that call in like, Hey, we're ready for you to come interview. What's your first step? Um, I think the first step is like looking into the company. Yes. Well, that would be my first step. <laughs> yes. You know, like researching what you're interviewing for and like critiquing what you want to say to exactly what they're looking for. Absolutely. I feel like the only time I've had a bad interview is when I didn't prepare enough, when I didn't research the company and what I'd actually be doing for that company. And the only bad experience was when I realized, oh, this is definitely not what I want to be doing and having to go through the interview anyway. Mm -hmm. So definitely the first thing that you should be doing is researching the company, researching what their values are. Hopefully they have a website that can tell you what, you know, their core values are and hopefully learning more about how your skills will mesh very well with the actual job posting. So that's what I would do first as well as looking the part what do you typically wear to an interview, Lexi? Um, I normally wear like a nice pair of pants and a nice blouse. And I always just look nicer than what I would normally look because <laughs> yes. I just dress better than I do to go to an interview. First impressions are everything. So. Yes. First impressions are everything. And I think if you don't have something that you feel comfortable showing up to an interview in, we have a career closet in the Holland and you can come pick a really nice outfit. If it fits you well, you know, you can just keep it for future interviews. So if you are ever not sure what to wear, just come see us in the Holland. We can help you. So looking the part, but also let's say you get there. Something to keep in mind when you walk into the company is that everybody might have a say in the hiring process. So you're treating the receptionist with the same amount of respect as you're teaching your interviewer. You're smiling, you're keeping good posture, you're looking all around the room and just being very aware of your surroundings and the people in your surroundings as well as looking the part. So how, what was it like when you went into Outback Steakhouse? Was it pretty casual? It was super casual. Um, My family knows the owners or Mm -hmm. did know the managers of that pretty well. So it was really casual and I kind of already knew I had the job, but I was 15. Oh, okay. So they wanted me to have the interview process, um, which was nice because I knew the person interviewing me. So it was like 
more casual, but it was still an interview. Yes. So it was like my first interview experience was like, I don't know, not as scary as some people's. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's nice that you had that opportunity to practice with somebody who already was going to hire you yeah. and already knows you and appreciates what you were going to bring to the company. Yeah, that's exactly. Nice. That's really nice. The first thing that you might want to consider even before you get in the building is just practicing interview questions. <laughs> On our website, we have a list of common interview questions and those are things like, tell me about yourself or tell me your strengths and weaknesses. Kind of those questions that assess your personality and how your brain works. And tell me about yourself is one of the hardest questions to answer. I hate that question. <laughs> it's so hard to summarize yourself and, and toot your own horn. So we're going to be talking about that as well. Tell me about yourself. Lexi, have you heard of an elevator pitch? I have. Okay. Yes. So for those who may have not heard about an elevator pitch, it's kind of like a 30 second summary of who you are and what you bring to the table. And that's a really great way to answer. Tell me about yourself. So if somebody, if I went for a new interview, let's say on campus, I wanted to be a career coach over a different college. If someone asked me to tell me, like, tell me about yourself, I would say, Hey, I am a career coach. I have been doing this since January. I absolutely love it. I love making connections. I love helping students realize their future potential as well as what they can do now to set themselves apart in the future. And I don't know, something like that. It's just kind of a little summary of why you're even applying and why you're a good candidate for that position. Mm -hmm. So Lexi, tell me if I was going to say, tell me about yourself because you're studying Media, media studies. studies, media studies. That's right. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself or, you know, even you could say why you have chosen to, um, media studies. Yeah. Um, so my name is Lexi. Um, I'm a media studies student and I chose this path because I like working in the media and I want to have a career working with some kind of mixed media, media when I'm done. I love that. What made you... What was, can you remember your first experience with media and saying, this might be something that I want to do for the rest of my life? Yeah. Um, my freshman year of high school, I was in my school's yearbook class mm. and I really enjoyed it. I liked doing all the interview part of it and um, following the sports around with the camera. I really enjoyed that part of it. And the part I really, really liked was like the designing of the spread, mm -hmm. like kind of the graphic design part, but I didn't want to do graphic design. I want to do the like content part of it. Yes. So that was the thought process that went through my head. That's great. Yeah. See, you've already had those real life experiences that you can pull from mm -hmm. in a tell me about yourself. That's great. So something else that you can think of um, when, when someone asks you, tell me about yourself, you're not giving your whole life story. Like I said, it's a 30 second pitch. So I wouldn't include necessarily things that you're interested in on the side, you know, maybe save that for after the interview, they might ask you at the end of an interview. So what do you like to do outside of work? And that's where you can really talk about your interests. Like, Oh, I'm really outdoorsy. I love going hiking every weekend or whatever it might be. I would save those interests for later in the interview, but it's just kind of your professional summary your strengths in this position and what you're going to bring to the position. So that's just something to keep in mind. Have you heard of the star method, Lexi, or used that at all? I have not. Okay. So the star method is a nice way of answering interview questions. So star stands for situation, task, action, and result. So 
let's say somebody asks you in an interview, can you tell me about a time where you had to handle a stressful situation with a coworker? So you would set it up by saying, this was the situation with my coworker. My task was to, you know, mediate the troubles. This is what I took my action to mediate the problem and the results. So let's say, I'm trying to think of my own personal example of a time. I've been really lucky. I've had really good coworkers, but a question that they might ask you is, can you tell me about a time where you failed at your job? And I <laughs> have a good experience with that one. So little Lindsay had just graduated from college and she did not realize that if you forward a message um, to someone, they will be able to see all the thread, you know, <laughs> something that probably even high school Lindsay should have realized, but recent college graduate Lindsay was not. <laughs> Uh, she's learned a lot, but so at my job, I was working with somebody who had needed a picture of needed an actual picture drawn of where they had to go to appraise a home. They needed to appraise a property and they were having a hard time finding it on Google maps. So somebody else in a different office had drawn a little handmade map of how to get to that location. And so I couldn't figure out how to just copy and paste the picture. So I just ended up forwarding the entire message thread to this appraiser without realizing that earlier in the message, someone had called this appraiser difficult for requesting this little picture. And the appraiser had scrolled through all the messages and seen that, you know, that one message about him being a difficult appraiser to work with, that it was unreasonable for him to ask for uh, a little map. So as soon as I realized what I had done, I went straight to my supervisor to tell them what had happened because I knew that I could not, you know, I did not want to be dishonest about what had happened. Just said, took full responsibility. I didn't realize that they would be able to see every single message. I thought they'd only be able to see the little map. So my task or my action was just being completely upfront mm -hmm. about what I had done. And the result was, thankfully, you know, my boss reacted really well. She said, okay, no problem. You know, we'll get in touch with this appraiser. And thankfully, he was really nice about it. <laughs> he was, uh, he ended up completing that assignment, even though he initially threatened to not complete it because it was a really remote area. It would have been impossible to find another appraiser in time. So he was nice about it and eventually completed the property, but I certainly learned a big lesson that day. So that is a situation where I failed at work. Learned a big lesson. That is, <laughs> wow. I know. It was bad. It was pretty bad. But so that's, that's kind of the example of the situation or the star method. So situation, task, action results. So my situation, I goofed up big time. My task was to mediate the problem. I was honest about it. That was my action. I went straight to my supervisor to get help. And then the result was thankfully it turned out okay. But mm -hmm. so that is a really great method. You might want to honestly just have a couple personal stories in your back pocket for those types of questions. So think about times where you have failed at work mm -hmm. or you've had a negative situation with another coworker or Sometime where you've had to collaborate with others, even if it's just in school, the, like every example that you share does not have to be uh, related to a job. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that when I interviewed for my 
job that I now have at home when I go home for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked me, what is one thing from your old job that you want to bring to this job? Or like, what's one thing that you really, really enjoyed doing? Mm-hmm. And I could not think. <laughs> so I was like, and I was only a host at Outback. So I was like, um, uh. I don't know. <laughs> I said, rolling silverware. <laughs> and his eyes got so big and he's like, you're the one for us. <laughs> and I was like, Sounds good. Sounds good. They're like, that's going to be perfect for our job. And I was like, two really? thumbs up from me. <laughs> they said, so that's fun. just what we wanted to hear. And I said, perfect. Perfect. That's exactly what I wanted you to hear. I love that. That's so funny. Oh, uh, See, and that's good. That's a good little thing. Yeah. When you're caught unaware, and that's. I know. I was like, um, I don't know. Because I could say, like, I don't know, communication with like the customers or like whatever, but like I'm working in a warehouse. So I'm yeah. like, I don't even see customers. I yeah. just work with my coworkers. <laughs> right. I'm like, uh, okay. And that explains that maybe you are okay working with your hands. You yeah. enjoy, you know, maybe you're kind of process minded, which I'm sure they appreciate. Like you see three things through, even yeah. if it's as simple as rolling silverware. So yeah, that was a good example for sure. <laughs> um, something that we always want you to be prepared for is Usually the very final question in any interview is they'll ask you, do you have any questions for us? So if you don't have any questions, it can kind of come across as you didn't really do your homework. Mm -hmm. You know, you did not research the company. You didn't take the time to figure out what questions you had about this role. So I have a couple sample questions you could ask. A good one is how would you describe the company's culture? So Lexi, how would you describe Utah Tech's culture now that you've worked here for a little while? Um, I would say we're really like welcoming to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyone who comes in, we help them and try and get get them to where they need to be and answer all of their questions. Um, We're really like really good at listening. Mm -hmm. Um, If you need someone to just go even talk to, like we're always there for them. Yes. Um, yeah. Career services, especially we're very, we try to be very accommodating. We understand that you are here because you need Mm -hmm. help. And I think that is also across campus as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Utah Tech definitely tries to help its students. Something, another really good one is what is your favorite thing about working for this company? So you can kind of interview them a little bit and learn why they even value their job. So Lexi, what do you value about working for Utah Tech? Um, I love that. Um, I don't know, I guess I love that I can help students because mm-hmm. as a student myself, like I have all kinds of questions mm-hmm. and I'm just happy I can like bring students to awareness of what they even have opportunities of doing. Yes. There's a lot of personal satisfaction in helping other people mm-hmm. in this type of role. Definitely. I need, I need to pipe in real quickly oh. and, uh, share a interview technique that I was, uh, not aware of. Ooh. So I've been doing this for a very long time. When you start the, if you are the person being interviewed, you start the interview by saying, so I'm curious, what was it about my resume that made you want to interview me? Yes. So that turns the tables on them immediately and make Mm. it, it's, Mm -hmm. it, it forces them to go, okay, well, did they do their homework? Did they read my resume? Did they go over all this stuff? Um, And then you go from there. So now it's instead of them interviewing you. You're interviewing them. They're in the hot seat. I love that. Yeah. I have not heard that tip before. I think that's awesome. Me neither. I like that one. Yes. Because something to keep in mind is interviewing. We're trying to see if this is a good fit for us. I know that sometimes, you know, especially if you've just graduated, maybe you're getting a little desperate to find a job, but we still want to feel like we are the ones in control of the situation. I read this book called 
the two hour job search. And my favorite analogy from that book was that as the job seeker, you want to think of yourself as the bachelor or bachelorette. <laughs> you have 25 choices. You are not one of the contestants vying to get the bachelor or bachelorette's attention. You are the bachelor and the bachelorette choosing what's going to be best for you. So maybe just, you know, have that self-confidence that you are um, capable and that you have choices. So mm-hmm. I love that. That's a really good tip. Um, during the interview, so you've gotten the interview, you are prepared with stories in your back pocket. When you are there, it's easy to get nervous and kind of start fidgeting or, you know, playing with your clothes or your hair. I think a lot of people do this. I've noticed in mock interviews, lots of people, you know, kind of writhe their hands. I do it too when Mm -hmm. I'm nervous, but something to think about to maybe stop yourself from doing those things is mimicking your interviewer's body language. So even if you don't feel relaxed, but they are clearly relaxed and laid back, just kind of in, uh, mimic that, sorry, just kind of mimic that language. So that's just a nice way to think about it, but your documents. So you're bringing in documents as well, your actual resume, but that's really the only thing you need to bring. I would say bring two or three copies of your resume just in case they didn't print out any for uh, others interviewing. Because most of the time, at least in the interviews I've seen, you're rarely being interviewed by just one person. Mm -hmm. Usually there are two or three people in the Mm -hmm. room with you. And even if they're not asking the interview questions, they're just there to observe and learn more about you. So bring a couple copies of your resume. Okay. Sorry. I'm looking at my notes. (laughs) All right. So you have conducted your interview. Something else you can do that's really going to set you apart is sending a thank you note. Yes. Yes. Did you do that for your interviews? I did not, but that's because all of my interviews, I kind of got hired on the yeah. spot. So. <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> so a thank you note, I would say, you know, they are making a comeback. They probably never went away, but for those of us who are a little younger, Thank you notes say a lot about you and your interest in the company. Mm -hmm. So maybe you don't know who to address the thank you note to, you know, you didn't get a, get interviewed by the person you thought you were going to be interviewed by. But if you want to send a thank you email, that's sufficient as well. But I think an actual physical thank you note says a lot and it says that you care. I would agree for sure. Yeah. I think especially like if the, um, people hiring you or like trying to decide between two people mm-hmm. and then one of them sends a thank you note, then that just sets you above the other person who's in. Absolutely. Contest uh, for that. My college job at, I went to Utah Valley University and my college job was actually the student role of what I'm doing now. <laughs> so oh. I was helping students write resumes and then, you know, I would send them onto their career coach to really fine tune their resumes, but I was giving them the basics mm-hmm. and helping them look on handshake, helping them do all those things. And my coworker got hired because she was the only one who had sent a thank you note after the interview. And so when she told me that I thought, Oh, Okay. So it really does matter. It really does matter if you send those thank you notes, but yeah, just a little fun, fun fact about my coworker. So there, there might be some tricky questions in your interview, like salary. So Lexi, if I was to ask you, what kind of salary are you expecting for this role? How would you answer that? 
I don't know. I know. It depends on the job, I guess. Yes, it depends on the job and maybe where you are in life. But mm-hmm. um, kind of like he mentioned earlier, uh, when someone asks you about salary, kind of you can turn it and ask a question in return and kind of turn it on them. So if someone asks you, what are your salary expectations for this position? You can turn it and say, what are your salary? Um, oh, gosh. What have you allotted for this role? I guess that's kind of a way that you could say it. And then they might tell you their range of salary that they're willing to pay for this type of role. And in that case, you're not going to undersell yourself. You know, you're not going Mm -hmm. to say a really low amount. You're not going to say an amount that's exceedingly high. You're going to have a good idea of if this is a good fit for you and if they're going to be able to pay you what you're expecting. Mm -hmm. So definitely don't undersell yourself. Don't just say an amount because you're desperate to get hired. Ask them what they can, you know, what they can allocate for this type of role. Mm -hmm. So let's say, so do you know the common salary for what you want to do in the future? Um, I don't know. There's such a broad range of Mm -hmm. things that I can do with my degree that I don't really know. Yeah. Are you hoping to go into newspapers or maybe online? Um, I want to work with sports teams. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can always go on, you know, ZipRecruiter or I think Glassdoor.com and see what the typical range is for those types of positions and always do that just so you have that personal knowledge mm-hmm. so you're not underselling yourself. Um, some of those trick questions, I wouldn't call them trick questions, but kind of more salary questions, or I'm sorry, not salary questions, but just questions to gauge how your mind thinks. So that might be kind of silly questions like, what is your spirit animal? Or <laughs> if you could choose uh, a crayon color in the box, which crayon color would you be? Those are kind of just questions that you know, why would you ever prepare an answer for that? You're Uh going to be caught on the spot. I have personally never been asked a question like that, but, um, I don't know. Have you? I don't think so. I know. I've never been asked a question like that, (laughs) but, uh, you might want to be prepared for those types of questions because they just assess how your brain works, how you think on your feet, Mm -hmm. if you are a creative person. So those could be asked as well. But if you are still nervous about coming or going to an interview, come in and see us. We offer mock interviews. We just had a mock interview event and it was really just as valuable for me as I hope it was for the students to see the different levels of people's preparedness. They would tell me a little bit about the job that they were applying for and I would look over the job description and to see that they had put in effort or not so much effort. Mm -hmm. They were maybe doing this for a class. I think mock interviews are super valuable to just help you get that practice. Have you done a mock interview before? I have not, but I do think they are super valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, My sister um, is in the dental hygiene program in Wyoming and to get into that program, it's like a super extensive interview. So we did so many mock interviews with her to prepare her for (laughs) that. Yes. And it worked. She got in. So yes. and now she's doing she's graduating in a couple of weeks. So now she's doing real interviews Yay. for like actual hygiene positions. That's awesome. So. See, and so it helped her. It'll help you for sure. Mm-hmm. You can make a um an appointment through Navigate with your career coach. No matter what college you are in, we can help you. We'll ask you these types of questions. Tell me about yourself. Tell me about a strength that you have or tell me about a weakness that you're working on. What's your five-year plan? All of the good questions as well as we can help you answer questions that maybe are more related to your field. So I 
did a bunch of mock interviews recently and a lot of the students were marketing majors. So I asked them, you know, marketing related things like how are you staying uh, abreast of all the new information about marketing? Like what resources are you going to, to make sure that you are up to date on industry trends and mm-hmm. just those kinds of questions that you might get asked. So please, 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 if you are nervous about an interview, come practice with us. If you don't have a good space to do an interview, we have interview rooms in the Holland. We have two really nice, quiet, professional rooms that, you know, you're not going to be distracted. If your roommate is home all the time, (laughs) you don't have somewhere, just come to the Holland and we can help you out. So, um, sorry, I was looking at my note. Okay. I'm going to ask you a couple more. I'm just going to ask you one question, Lexi. Okay. Can you provide an example of how you have handled a stressful situation in the past? Um, yeah. Um, so like I said, I was in yearbook my freshman year of high school. Uh, actually I did it all four years, but I started freshman year and I got the flu that year Oh no! really, really bad. And it was during the week of one of our really important deadlines. And I had waited until the last minute to finish my one interview with one like person for, I think it was my Spanish page or something. Mm-hmm. And it was so stressful. And my teacher had like this such a strict policy oh, on dear. our deadlines. And like, if we missed a deadline, we failed. And it was as a freshman, I was so scared. And she yeah. doesn't take freshmen. Like I was the only freshman. <gasps> so I was so scared. Um, but I feel like I handled the situation pretty well because even though I was sick, I like communicated with her super well. And I was like, I am so sick. I'm going to do the best I can from home. Mm-hmm. I completed the interview. I um, worked myself pretty hard. I probably shouldn't have worked myself that hard being sick. But in the end, I did get the page done. I submitted it, and everything worked out to be okay, even though I was super, super stressed and being sick. Yes, I like that example because it shows how, even in a stressful situation, you still put 110% into Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing. So that is a really good example. Okay, I think that we are out of time. I want to thank you guys for all listening to our short episode on interviewing tips and tricks and we'll see you all real soon thank you thanks for listening to trail talks a podcast discussing the opportunities students have with career services at utah tech university for more information go to career.utahtech.edu till next time this has been trail talks This has been a production from a podcast studio.